When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Porn photographers, what is the most awkward moment you had? What do you feel when you film? How is your job generally? Former porn producer here. I've mentioned stories here on Reddit that were more sad than awkward. And though I didn't run the camera all the time, there was awkwardness abound. During setups it's common knowledge that the guy needs to either start getting hard or remain hard. In straight porn the woman will intimately interact with the guy to keep those juices flowing. In gay porn. Back in Psy03, the guys were straight, so they would watch straight porn, or sometimes just stand there and jack off. On more than one occasion the guy would be jacking off and causally look at me and say sup while I was working. You can make the argument that he was probably gay but I was the least attractive man on that set. On a straight porn set the guy was plowing the woman missionary style in between setups. The woman wanted a blanket from her car, but needed to tell me where the keys to her car were. So while getting ducked she was like it's in my gym bag, side, pocket. I once opened a dishwasher in a porn studio to get a plate and found the whole top rack filled with dildos. They were used by performers doing live cam sessions. Some guy came up and was like there's my favorite and took a blue dildo from the rack. Devon Davis, the now deceased wife of Jonathan Davis of Corn was best friends with Jill Kelly back when I worked for her. They did a photo shoot where they were eating each other's pussies. Like 5 feet from my desk. Devon kept her wine glass on my desk and kept walking up to me like you're getting hard hard. I really wasn't and just wanted to work without causing any waves since Jill was my boss. She later got mad because she demanded I picked up dog it from Jill's dog and I told her no. On a gay porn set this 5 feet 9 inches guy who had a massive 12 inches D was plowing this guy hard. Our set photographer, who was gay, was like I took a D that big once and I got dizzy. Sure enough the scene stops and the bottom went to stand up and took a second step saying man, I'm a bit dizzy. I guess some of those aren't really awkward. But the most awkward thing on every porn set is the whole crew sitting in silence watching a guy jack off. He announces when he's about to come in the crew. And woman man. Swing into action to get the pop shot. My uncle's best mate used to have his own photography business. He stopped about 8 years ago. He always mentioned a story where a woman approached him and asked him to take photos of her so she could give the album to her husband for his birthday. Fully naked pictures of her using 6 toys and so on. Anyway. She'd apparently been using a dildo on her ass and she was around 2 hours into the shoot. She finished with a dildo and was spreading her cheeks when a little nugget of poo came sliding out. Which just so happened to be caught on camera with her showing a face of absolute horror. She got changed and left and paid for the pictures several weeks later. 
except the one of the great escape. I never did see those pictures so can't say for certain. I used to shoot fetish and BDSM porn in college and for a few years after I graduated college. 2010-16-ish. I have a degree in photography and was in Boy Scout and I'm very good at not so a friend got me into it by helping tie up men and women and photographing them for her fetish site. This led to me doing tons of more work. The worst is feeder porn work. These poor women would just eat and eat on camera and then vomit and gag all over themselves it was pretty rough stuff to photograph and film. Also it would make me kinda of sad because these women would gain large amounts of weight quickly between each time you'd work with them and it just didn't seem healthy. As has been said already the worst part is the smells. Group 6 scenes. And the feeder scenes the smells were enough to make you gag sometimes. Also if you want to make decent money you have to do both gay and straight scenes which as a straight male at first is really odd but you get used to it shockingly quick. The worst part is you become kinda numb to it all when you are behind the camera. Like you will meet your model and she will be very attractive but as soon as you're behind the camera it becomes very much so a job and you become focused on getting a good shot and the lighting correct. The awkwardness of them being naked and masturbating or having sex in front of you disappears so quick. You sort of become numb to it all to the point in your personal life nudity and sex doesn't affect you the same. One of the most awkward things was when models would show up with their boyfriends who would just be like really weird and awkward in the set background. Like it would almost always be buff military or former military dudes or wannabe MMA fighter types and they'd stand cross-armed off to the side and being very encouraging to their girlfriends' boyfriends while watching them get ducked. I personally just always found that odd. I understand they came I guess to make them feel safe but some of the weird things they'd say would always make you scratch your head. Only God came on once and it just grazed my leg. Got squirt droplets hit me a few times. Never really got involved with the scenes other than that and tying people up. Honestly sets were much more professional than I imagined when I was younger. Most of the porn girls were not like crazy whores who wanted to duck constantly it was literally them turning it on and off for the camera. I worked with a smaller budget company so I never saw fluffers and I honestly question if they really exist. It would be common to see the guys sort of just casually be jerking off between shots to keep it up. Which is sort of weird. You'll be talking to them about asserting a shot up and they'd just be jerking it the whole time. Pay was pretty good. Usually on set days was about $60 an hour paid out in 4 hours blocks so even if you worked 6 hours you'd get paid for 8 which was cool. You're an independent contractor freelance even if you tend to just work for one company. I'm mostly out of that world now with the occasional shooting for some girls who I've stayed in contact with to shoot for their OnlyFans pages. I guess they get bored sometimes and fall asleep mid-shoot. This is a video of day with a punster featuring Veronica Vane. At 2.36 you can see the guy sleeping casually lol. I had a good friend who went to film school and ended up in LA trying to make it. He wasn't getting a lot of work but through some connections he had met at a party he was offered a gig as a camera person on a porn shoot. He did it for a few years. As discreetly as possible, apparently it's an open secret that many camera persons and even directors early on in their careers will do some moonlighting shooting porn. James Cameron began his career shooting porn. Edit, I did a little research on this and can't find a damn thing to back this up. Could be just an unfounded rumor. We had a really long discussion about it once and these are the big things I remember. 1. The job can be really boring from a creative perspective. 
Most production companies were very rigid with the shots they wanted and it didn't leave much room for artistic license. Keep in mind this was like 15 years ago. Things may have changed. 2. The worst part, by far, was the smell. Anyone that's ever shot a film indoors knows one of your greatest enemies is the massive heat generated by the lights and equipment. Imagine two people going at it for hours in a room that's getting steadily hotter. Add in anal and all bets are off. 3. Drugs are everywhere. Lots of male performers use some kind of Viagra coupled with other it to desensitize their D. Coke is rampant among female performers. The more professional production companies usually ran a tight ship with regards to drugs but most of the amateur ones. Lol. It was anything goes. 4. A surprising number of cream pea shots are faked. Apparently it's harder for a male performer to come from veal stimulation than from just jacking off. Remember. Lots of Viagra and hours of desensitized D plus other drugs. So. When a cream pea needs to happen and the male performer can't do it, they use a special liquid that looks like cum and squirt it up into the V. Then they have the guy stick his D in and after a few thrusts it looks like he came. He said you can usually tell because there's a telltale transition cut right before the cream pea shot. It's also why when there's an actual legit cream pea the male performer will pull out and squirt a little bit to prove it was a legit cream pea. 5. Everyone is surprisingly normal. They're just people doing a job for the most part. The industry has some assholes and creeps but in the mid to high tiers of the industry people treat it like any other professional job. I was in AA when I was 19 and I learned that my then sponsor directed porn. Being an ambitious young man I inquired about any job openings as an actor. He just shook his head and said, you don't actually want to do porn. It smells bad. I had to shoot the ugliest couple I have ever seen. Woman looked like a 6 foot ogre and man looked like a tiny Harry Potter with a soul patch. They had zero chemistry and she kept looking at his junk and trying to make this sultry face but it looked like she was confused and disgusted by it. They also insisted on shooting in the hot tub but she was the exact same color as the stucco behind it. Dude I went to university went had a job working as cameraman for some sleazy euro porn guy in the 90s. This was long before porn was easily available on the internet. This guy had multiple times he was hit with cum by accident. I was the model for an act outdoor shoot and was posing on a pretty big boulder. Felt a tickling on my ass. Looking there and there was this lizard just chilling on my butt. Was so surprised I almost jumped off the rock. The photographer was very amused. I also learned that rock climbing naked is a lot of fun. I'm a photographer who has on a few occasions taken photos of porn, usually for friends who have only fans, but my story is from before I did so. A model reached out for me for a shoot. We chatted normally and talked out some minor details. Nothing explicit. Just a bit of topless stuff. Mind you. I didn't know her at all. She was a random person who reached out on Instagram. She texts me and tells me that we are going to FaceTime at 12am. I insist that we can talk tomorrow and that I'm already in bed and she persists that it's fine. I hate facetiming. Especially with people I don't know. Especially at midnight when I'm already cozy in bed. She calls me and is in the middle of taking a piss completely nude and drunk off her ass. I was taken aback and told her we can just talk tomorrow. She gets upset and says that we need to talk now so she can show me her body and her tattoos. She says this as she's wiping up. I was super skeeved out and hung up. Needless to say, 
I did not feel comfortable doing a photoshoot with her and I ghosted. Add a serious tag cause I want actual answers. Can someone link the video of the camera operator eating a donut while filming a scene? That was what first came to my mind. There was an AMA on this a while back. You may be able to find something there. I believe the cameraman was doing VR porn at the time or something related to that. I don't shoot porn or even erotic but I am a photographer who shoots a lot of art nudes and my models range from first time models who only shoot fully clothed to people who shoot porn. Before every shoot I give the model a safety talk, in which I say that I won't touch them, that I'll show them every shot I take, and tell them that if anything is making them uncomfortable I want them to speak up. I once had a model interrupt that talk to say my job is mainly shooting bondage and fetish porn. There is nothing that you are going to say or do that will make me uncomfortable. That felt awkward to me. I thought about it for a second and told her that I did not care what she did at other times. I was going to treat her like I treated every other model. And then I went on with my model safety talk. I have to admit that I am always a bit nervous working with a model who is new to me. Her saying that actually made me relax a bit during the shoot. I do boudoir photography as a side hustle and you'd be amazed how quickly tasteful can turn into tacky or downright raunchy. And awkward? There's a ton of that just by virtue of the work. But here are my top 3 examples. 1. A bride decided to do a photo shoot for her groom. She comes in with an assortment of outfits. Progressively provocative. And one of them is the classic white bridal lingerie get up. Which we decide to save for last. The shoot is going well. Bride isn't nervous and is actually pretty fun and chill. She poses in some cool looks. Like a sixified baseball jersey to rep their team and a dorky ass elf outfit to lie LOTR. We get to the end of the shoot and it's time for the super sexy wedding night look. Bride touches up her makeup and she is looking hot. I send her off to get changed because the outfit consists of stockings, garters, corset, the whole shebang. And I want her to have enough time for a good assortment of posing options. As I'm making a few adjustments to the lighting, I hear a scream from the back. I rush to the dressing area and call the bride's name. I find her, half dressed and sobbing, clutching one of her breasts. I look a little closer and there's blood on her hand and her breast. I ask her what happened, but she's too upset to speak. I ask if she can show me. So she moves her hand and then I ducking scream. It turns out she didn't know what the garter clip was for and mistook it for some type of kinky nipple clamp it. The thing cut her so badly she ended up needing stitches. A few weeks later, we were able to rush an appointment for her to finish the shoot in time for her wedding. But she decided to leave the stockings and their accoutrements behind for the final go. 2. Another good one was when a young woman treated herself to a photo shoot for her 21st birthday. She said it was all about giving herself a confidence boost. But I had a hard time believing it because she was definitely the conventionally gorgeous type. I asked her about it and she was very candid. She explained that, while she was physically attractive and in great shape, for some reason, whenever a relationship started to get serious, we'd, sexual, the person would just ghost her. For the life of me, I couldn't figure out why that would be. So I told her as much. She got changed and we got started. Things were going smoothly and she was having a good time. She was an absolute knockout and a natural with posing. We were really enjoying ourselves.
talking throughout the process and getting to know one another. The time came for some more close-up shots. So I talked through what that could look like. Let her decide how she wanted to stage them and whether she wanted to be fully nude or partially. She decided on fully nude and went to the dressing area to get herself situated. She comes back and I have her take her robe off and stretch out on a chaise in the studio. I start with some full body shots and move a bit closer every few shots. I get to be about a foot away from her and I am hit with the most intense smell. I know that it can't possibly be coming from anywhere but her body. I get a little closer to confirm my suspicions and yup. It's definitely coming from her V. Now I am not in the all pussies smell camp at all. I mean. Have you guys ever had your nose near some balls? So. I figure there has got to be something going on with this girl's health or hygiene and decide to bite the bullet and talk to her about it. I don't beat around the bush. I just say hey. Lady. I have to be honest with you. There's a bit of a smell down here. She doesn't even look surprised and she looks at me like I have three heads and tells me of course there is. I keep my flower wild. We get to talking about it in depth and I learn that not only does she not groom her pubic area, she also doesn't wash it. Her mother warned her against using feminine cleaning products and she took that to mean all cleaning products. Fam. I gave her a, clothed, demonstration of how I wash myself, handed her a bar of soap, and let her use the shower in my attached apartment to remedy that situation immediately. She came back with a smile on her face and a song in her heart and we finished the shoot without incident. That could have gone a whole different way. But to this day she tells me I changed her life. 3. I saved this one for last because it was the most awkward for me. I don't often shoot couples. For various reasons. However, a really good friend of mine asked very nicely and I always had a little crush on her so I said yes. I was confused though, because I'd never met her partner and was kind of surprised to hear she was dating someone and it was serious enough for an erotic photo shoot. She admitted it was new, but she was just so into him that she had to go for it. We set the date and talked logistics and all seemed fine. The day of the shoot comes around and I'm nervous. I hate couples shoots. Y'all. They arrive and we do introductions. Something about the boyfriend seems familiar but also kind of off. But I just roll with things. They change clothes and we start off with some cheesy look into her eyes it to ease into the naked stuff. We get into a rhythm and things are actually not terrible. So we take a break to get ready for the next set of shots. This is where it gets awkward. The boyfriend comes out first and he just kind of stares at me. He starts talking and tries to pull the whole you're too pretty to be behind the camera thing and I'm like dude. Sure. Then he looks at me with a weirdly intense expression and asks do you remember me? To which the only answer, dear reader, was hell the duck no. My friend, his girlfriend, returns and I can't wait to get started so we can be finished. As soon as they remove their robes, it gets really awkward. I notice boyfriend has a small tattoo on his left hip depicting a sort of hipster arrow adventure situation. That looked familiar, friends, but then... I look over at his right hip and see a tattoo of similar size with my duck line, and rather uncommon, name. And that's when I remember the guy. I went on three dates with him, over the course of two weeks, and then broke it off with him because he had some serious red flags. My friend notices my face and is like, oh, yeah, the tattoo. That's his scion that got away from a while back. Weird that you have the same name though. I look at her and I know I can't lie. So I flat out say, UHH, I think that's is my name. 
Her boyfriend then starts crying and coming toward us both, naked and with a very confusing erection. Calling out. Not for his current girlfriend of nearly 6 months, but for me. I nope the duck out of there and let them talk. It gets awfully quiet so I head back in to check on things. Only to find my friend is nowhere to be found and her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, is quietly sobbing and masturbating in the middle of the studio floor. I just left him there and sent my guy friend to get him out of there for me while I checked on the girlfriend. She broke up with him on the spot and left. Because she couldn't face me. She made sure he still paid me, though, and promised to never ask me to do a couple's shoot again. I did eventually do a solo shoot with her, but that's a tale for another thread entirely. Wink wink. Edit. Holy at this blew up. Thanks all for reading. Three quick things. One. Yes. I know it's stockings Jesus H. Christ. I used speech to text for part of it and it's ducking did not grad school so I didn't proofread. Two. Stinker puss wasn't even washing around her V. She ended up having to use some type of cream from her GP because there was a ton of bacteria from years of neglect. She and I are friends now and yes she knows I call her stinkerpus, even though it's no longer a acute propus of her situation. 3. Regarding my friend in story 3, obviously we boned. She does not have my name tattooed on her body. As for the guy, he is somehow still single and I wish him well. Edit 2. Electric Boogaloo. Enough people have asked for the story behind number 3 that I've decided I should just share it. 2. Friends. See my comment reply below for story 3a. Before you read, please play the song Bestie by Sizzy Rocket. Thanks and enjoy. My dad's in the industry as an erotic photographer. Sometimes stepping close to the line to straight up porn. I help him out sometimes during shoots. They are a lot of fun most of the time. Everyone is really chill and cool to talk to. He offers courses for other photographers who are trying to start out in the industry. These often take place over the span of a few days in an exotic setting. For example on islands like Mallorca or Ibiza. We often had run-ins with the police from different countries because tourists called them. LOL. He often gets criticism. People call him out for objectifying women and such. And yeah. The industry is brutal and some photographers are assholes. This is why my dad has a moral codex written down on his website and online profiles. Which is something that, surprisingly, not many photographers have. Some modeling agencies are straight up awful, going as far as only allowing the models to eat a certain amount of food per day. The only allowed snack during shoots for a former model he had some shootings wear tic tacs, or to restrict their personal life, preventing them from having boyfriends, controlling their social media. Which is why my dad nowadays only works with freelancing models, both male and female. You often hear stories about photographers and models ducking behind the scenes. This is true, to an extent. Some do it and fully embrace it, however not without consent from the models. My dad sees his work more as an art form than a pure sick thing. Most of his work is pretty artistic or provocative. Imagine nuns having lesbian sex using crosses as toys for example. Or severely over-underweight models and stereotypically sexy poses. People often ask me if I believe him when he says that he'd never touch a model. And yeah, I do. I have so many stories and anecdotes to tell. Ranging from funny to tragic and creepy. If there's a demand I could tell some. Edit. Holy at this blew up. I'll get back to everyone as soon as possible. I'll just respond to every comment asking for a story with a different one. So read through all my replies if you are interested.
Not photographer here, but cinematographer. When I was at the beginning of my career I accepted a proposal to work on a hard movie. After the second day of filming the director approached me and told me it's clear you are a good cinematographer. I love how you manage the skin tones and mood. Just one thing. In this industry it's not only the face that we want lit correctly. Well. There's that one video of the cameraman that got hit with some of the money shot in the face by a complete accident. Who on Ask Reddit I can actually respond to. I'm a makeup artist in the porn world. I'm there on set all the time so I see it all. Nothing has really been awkward for me. I'm pretty laid back and it all just seems pretty natural for me. Just like people doing their jobs. I guess the most awkward moment is if I can tell the two actors don't have chemistry or they're not attracted to each other. I feel like it shows on film. That's the only moment I could describe as being psy awkward. Oh actually it was really awkward for me this one time filming a gangbang. I went into a different room to clean my brushes and one guy took a break from the gangbang to come and talk to me. He was stood there naked and masturbating while asking about my job. I've seen literally everything but it was pretty awks one guy leaving a room from banging a porn star to come and talk to me about nothing multiple times. He was twice my age too. I asked him if he was probably needed on set and he agreed. Some people have mentioned fake cum and yeah it is used sometimes. Usually they'll get the real cum shot and use the fake one to get a better angle if needed. Like if he was aiming for the tits and misses. We'll use the fake one to make it look hotter. I've been a spare set of hands on set before and have been the one to sages on an actress. Job in general is awesome. I met some really cool people and have made some awesome friends. I don't get turned on during filming before you ask. Except maybe this one scene where it was one girl and two really attractive guys that were also both B and all really enjoying themselves. Was a bit gel haha. It is pretty hot when I can tell the actors are super into it and enjoying themselves. I also knelt down one time to pick something up and got covered in squirt. That was pretty funny. I've had to put makeup on butts that were covered in bruising from BDSM shoots they'd had before. Also put makeup on nipples that they wanted to look pinker. I can't think of other funny things that happen if you're all interested. Most things aren't awkward honestly. They're all just human bodies and things happen. I guess most people that would find bodies awkward wouldn't be working in the porn industry. Maybe I'm a bit late but feel free to ask any questions. I've got nothing to do today. Who gave him a wholesome award XD? Worked on a set as security and observed that basically time is money. They want to get specific things on film and, at this time, photographed. That tension if things are not going smoothly or perfectly is not attractive. Production staff are simply trying to achieve all the goals and ensure they check everything off their list and one inability to deliver causes them a lot of stress. Not a photographer but I worked for an adult company and have been on multiple gay and hetero video sets. There is more poop and blood on a porn set than you think. Also a fair amount of vomit. I was once on set for a scene that involved faking accidental anal. So. Much. Poop. Then after the performer used the bathroom for an hour of douching. The scene continued. Every few minutes a cameraman or sound guy would wipe blood from the dude's D. They weren't willing to halt filming because they had a tight schedule and the empty mansion they were filming in had a real estate appointment meeting in it that night. When I was 22 I was asked by a friend of my mind to record he and his wife have six. He said it didn't have to be weird because they weren't looking for a threesome or anything like that. 
I agreed because it sounded interesting. But the sex they had was extremely rough and unexpected. At one point he started crying while she was doing a certain something to his backside while wearing a large attachment and I asked if he was alright which caused him to get pissed and yell at me for interrupting them. I stayed quiet after that and kept recording when he was able to get back in the mood. After they were done he left the room and his wife asked me to never to bring up him crying to him because he was sensitive about it. I of course agreed and she hugged me then kissed me on my cheek which I really didn't like because she was still naked and covered in sweat and I just watched her eat his butt not more than 15 minutes prior colon. I was filming a scene with two girls ducking. It's not uncommon at all to kneel sit lay on the bed to get better shots. One girl ended up squirting more than I've seen in my 30 years as a lesbian and it went all over me. Not only that but I had to stay laying in the puddle for a few minutes before I could switch angles. Professional photographer. I used to take photos of six dolls. The real expensive ones that cost thousands of dollars. I had my studio in my garage because my house was too small for any other room. It was the middle of summer and it was starting to get hot in the garage. Since I was alone, I undressed completely because I was just sweating profusely. These dolls are not easy to position. Their bones are metal and are very heavy. Think an actual girl would at least help you move correctly. Well, as I was grabbing one and moving it into position my wife walks in the garage to which I screamed this ice and what IT looks like. He knew I was photographing them naked but she just couldn't stop laughing. I'm not a pro smut photographer. But I do bondage photography as a hobby. I don't think I've ever really had an awkward moment. The models are always professional and shoots are always done in about 2 hours. As for what I feel when I film. Focused. Mostly. Yes. I'm definitely into bondage. But I never really get turned on while filming or taking photos. I'm too focused by the rigging. Getting the lighting right. Getting the angles right. Giving directions to the model and making sure she's as comfortable as possible. It's more of a creative outlet for me than wank material. I mean, I film myself, so I don't know if that counts. It's a little awkward when someone requests you film something like pussy, ass, breast, toes and smile at the same time. So it ends up being like, set up camera and lights, put on makeup, get in position, check camera angle. Repeat step 3 and 4 until results are satisfactory. Take a bunch of pictures. Check if they're okay. And if yes, do your thing. Check and see if it actually turned out okay. Upload to computer. Edit your photos. Color grade your skin and genitals. Is that the right shade of pink or is the shadow a little too purple? Edit sequence. Add watermark and intro. Outro. I like my job. Obviously. I like it a lot. But man. In the beginning, it's so ducking weird to stare at your bag and try decide if it's the right color and best angle. Never mind listening to yourself dirty talk over and over as you scrub the video or edit the audio. I've ended up helplessly laughing a lot. Answering what are you doing? With watermarking my ass hasn't gotten old though. Eater, check out Holly Randall's podcast. It's on all podcast apps and on YouTube. She's a well-known porn directory and photographer. And her podcast is great. Lots of behind the scenes stories. I've seen a video of somebody speaking about his time as a porn cameraman. The smell was generally bad. I mean they're ducking for hours in a closed room. Then, when you're filming from just behind the balls ass of the dude when he ducks her him is the most degrading. He said, 
because you're filming a dude's asshole and balls going back and forth right in front of you. It's probably also the smelliest place in the room. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.